0: Bonbonne. Terrace House Talks is a podcast about two people, one man and one woman, hanging out and talking about the show Terrace House Aloha State. My name is Chris. I'm Brittany. And welcome to Terrace House Talks Episode 2 where we're discussing the second episode of Aloha State, 18-Year-Old Madonna.
1: <laughs> Which the title made me laugh.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, it was uh, definitely a fun thing going into the episode, being like, oh, this is what we're doing today.
1: Well, and, and the like screenshot you know, for the beginning is Yusuke with his guitar, yeah. you know, yeah. so it so, was perfect. Which is
0: exciting in and of itself, so uh, <laughs> yeah. not that I need more excitement to watch this kind of show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it was a good episode, I think. uh it was a fun one we start getting into things now that we've been introduced all the all the the cast we're uh starting to get to know them a bit more see them interact a little bit a lot more which i think is really cool
1: yeah i think it's already i feel like progressing a good pace for like getting to know tidbits about the characters where i don't know at least with the last one i didn't feel like you necessarily found out as much information like episode two as this episode. So I like that they all seem fairly open with each other.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So the panel kind of reconvenes and, and they give their impressions on, on everyone. They, they call yeah. Eric kind of the leader. And I don't know if I'd call him the leader. Uh, yeah, He seemed more of maybe just the most assertive.
1: The most devoted to his cause of finding a girlfriend? Yes,
0: I think very much so. And and the one who's asking the most questions, but I don't know if he's he's kind of directing the momentum of, of what's happening.
1: Yeah. He directs conversation, I guess, sometimes, but not, I wouldn't necessarily call that a leader, but nah.
0: Yeah, yeah. They also talk about Yuya's naval curry. Yeah. Which I think is because where he is from is a place where many American troops are stationed.
1: Something like that. I was confused. <laughs> I mean, they kept mentioning Naval Curry and they were laughing about it. So I'm like, is this some type of, like, Japanese joke? I don't know. But then they're talking about, like, you eat it on Fridays and... So
0: yeah, I, I that was there. I can imagine maybe it's it's something about how, you know, feeding a bunch of soldiers, they just make giant pots of curry for them on Fridays or something like that.
1: Yeah. But
0: yeah, I, I guess none, neither of us have any idea what they're talking mm-hmm.
1: about there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Some of the Japanese humor that is unfortunately lost on us.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Although we laugh anyway. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So um, the panel kind of talk and then we go into the next episode. Everyone starts waking up in the morning. We see Lauren doing her art in the morning
1: yeah her sketches are really cool and she says like she does like morning sketches like it takes about like a 30 minutes to an hour in the morning and they were really cool yeah it was
0: awesome yeah it was like a couple bulls or something and so she I, she'd already mm-hmm. kind of done the sketch and then she was painting over it and mm-hmm. yeah it was it was impressive
1: yeah i i mean because before she had said that she was interested in you know getting into animation but that could look a lot of different ways so it was different than what i expected to see so that was really yeah it's yeah. like ooh, two talented people
0: <laughs> if,
1: if her and yusuke end up together you know it's just so much talent
0: yeah it was re- it was really impressive um but so she and naomi and yuya were going out today because none of them have real jobs
1: uh <laughs> the free people yeah exactly
0: so and they were even talking about how you know they would be spending a lot of time together because they're they're more free uh, mm-hmm. which was great. I did love uh, when they when they were going out to, to the store and such. Yuya's driving out and he puts the windshield wipers on <laughs> instead of his blinker, which I know exactly what that's like because I did the exact same thing when I went to Japan. Oh, and, that's why all... you were
1: laughing at that so hard. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: because not only is the wheel on the other side of the car... And, you know, cars drive mm-hmm. on the other side of the street. But the location of the windshield wiper and the blinker are reversed. Oh, So weird. for me, when I was driving, the hardest part about learning how to drive in Japan was that when I'd be trying to put on my blinker, the windshield wiper would start going and <laughs> vice versa for a good two months or so. So I would just be that guy who I'm all of a sudden turn into the wrong lane and my windshield wiper keeps starts <laughs> going in the middle of summer. And people just look at me funny because I don't know what I'm doing. So it was nice to see that that uh, represented on screen in the opposite direction, but yeah. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't it was only you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but that car's nice too. Yeah. They put the, the top down.
1: Oh, yeah. And they, like, can't hear each other talk.
0: Yes, exactly. But it's totally worth it because they're in a sweet, awesome convertible driving down, you know, the freeway in Hawaii with the Mm -hmm. beautiful views, which we just see throughout the episode and never get tired of.
1: Mm -hmm. And they they went to Waikiki. They did. And were kind of exclaiming about how many people there were there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people are surfing and they have more butt shots and... Yeah, then they went to a cafe, I guess.
0: First, they saw an anime shop,
1: which they were pretty
0: excited about. Oh, I'm
1: sure you want to talk about that. I
0: (laughs) do. I didn't know. It was just great because I think Lauren brought up like, oh, anime is popular here. And Yuya (laughs) and Naomi were like, oh, it is like they were surprised by that, which I think is so Mm -hmm. interesting because it is such a huge part of Japanese culture. It's not even the way that comic books are mainstream now because of the movies, comic mm-hmm. books themselves though I still think have have a kind of underground culture aspect to them here in the states. Yeah. And in Japan that's not the case. Everyone reads comic books. Every mm-hmm. single person, if you're a grandma, maybe you're not reading Naruto, but you're reading <laughs> the the cooking comics and the and the manga about uh, relationships and things like that. Like there is manga situated and and geared towards every single population. Mm-hmm. So it's huge there.
1: Hey, maybe the grandma is reading Naruto.
0: Yeah, it's totally possible. Naruto <laughs> sells enough that I can imagine that being the some case. Some grandmas
1: must yeah, be they, reading some that. Must
0: be reading exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's great seeing, seeing them kind of see the anime thing, and yeah, my my nerdiness radar peaked up for a second. No question.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so then they eat in a cafe, mm-hmm. and they start talking, and they realize that all three of them have divorced parents. Yeah, that was and interesting. That was interesting because. In, in the previous season, there was a couple of times when you either saw or they mentioned parents or mm-hmm. other family members, but it wasn't really big. So, yeah,
0: I think the only one really was Rico Peen's mom, who, mm-hmm. you know, was around a lot because Rico Peen was leaving mm-hmm. the house at, for the first time at 18. Yeah. But outside of that, there was not a lot of family interactions. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting. This is this a really interesting conversation because it was the first time I felt like they started talking about relationships and things like that. In a group where it's both boys and girls. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because in the last episode, it was really just the guys talked about with each other and the girls talked about each other, except for their dinner conversation. But this Mm -hmm. is a more kind of just three people chatting about more personal stuff. And I think they even saw that.
1: Yeah, and and it felt a bit more organic, I think, too, where... Other times it's like, let's talk about the girls now, you know, and this was just them talking, yeah, sitting, talking, sharing something a little bit about their family. And yeah, that was cool. Yeah.
0: Of course, they do also talk about their dating experiences or at least Lauren does. This episode definitely does focus on Lauren and the panel even mentions that at some point. You know, Mm -hmm. she's really kind of taking a a front seat in a lot of what's going on in the show. But she starts talking about her romantic past. Her first boyfriend was when she was at four, when she was 14.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he was Korean.
0: He was Korean, but and... he spoke some English. So, like, at first mm-hmm. I was like, because she grew up in America, mm-hmm. I was like, does that mean, like, he was Korean-American? Was Or was he actually Korean? And so it sounds mm-hmm. like he was actually Korean. It sounded
1: like he was Korean because she mentioned that he spoke English, which... That's the only scenario. I was like, oh, yeah. But she said that she'd never really had a serious relationship after that. Like, she dated people. Right. And she dated one guy in Japan for a while.
0: Who was not good.
1: Who was she, not good. Yeah, she was, She made a gesture over her throat. So yeah, she, that wasn't a <laughs> pleasant relationship, apparently.
0: Yeah, so I guess it's on, on the gentleman here to, to prove her wrong on that. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, she clearly was not a fan of, of that guy. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting that she's not had a serious relationship since then
1: Mm -hmm. which at first I was like wow but then I realized oh she's only 18 so it's it's been like less than four years yeah
0: and that's like high school years and stuff yeah yeah I I have to remind myself about that a lot with her and Yuya and Yusuke Mm -hmm.
1: because it's like
0: oh that's right they're only 18 like when this is happening oh it's because Mm -hmm. you know this is still how you probably see the world like I did when I was 18 which you know almost 10 years ago now so yeah so she talks a bit about that. Naomi talks about how she had a six-year relationship. Yeah, which that's that's a long time.
1: That's, yeah, that's and horrible.
0: she's she's twenty-six herself. So, right? Or I think she, so. Yeah. So she's been just recently out of that relationship, and she's still not over it. Mm -hmm. which I think is a cool dynamic to kind of even fess up to that early as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Yeah, so she moved into Tara's house in part to help herself move on from that relationship. Mm. So we'll see if if she's able to do so.
1: Then I think it cuts to them having dinner that night, and Naomi makes pasta. Uh, Wait, was it Naomi or was it Lauren?
0: Lauren made the pasta.
1: Okay. Lauren made the pasta. Oh, yeah. Because you could see her face.
0: (laughs) Yeah. As is becoming a thing with Lauren, she's super expressive facially. Yeah.
1: It's really hilarious. Yeah.
0: No, it is is hilarious, but it also makes me wonder a lot about what's going through her mind. And I wonder Mm -hmm. how much of that is purposeful and how much of it is literally she just wears her mind on her face and she's, she's showing it, but she definitely looked really worried that people wouldn't like her pasta.
1: Yeah, she did. And like, she wasn't sure if Yuya was being, you know, genuine in, in saying it's good. And I wonder if that's also one of the reasons why, at least thus far, this series, she does kind of seem a bit like the star Mm -hmm. because she's very expressive. So there's a lot you can talk about regarding her and, there's a lot that happens, whereas some of the others are maybe a little more discreet in their reactions, so you don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But it does turn to more conversation. Eric talks about his his hip new cafe that he's building.
1: Yeah, his... and the style is hip, Yes, right? yes,
0: exactly. Hip style. Uh,
1: like California.
0: Exactly, and us yeah. as two Californians... We uh, know what he's talking about. Ex- <laughs> we are the hippest. <laughs> of course. Uh, in, like we use the word hip. All the time, still. All,
1: all the time. Um, mm-hmm.
0: So his his cafe punch bowl is probably going to be another year or so, but it's exciting that he's, he's building that. And then Yusuke was so sad that everyone started hanging out without him that day.
1: I thought it was interesting because a very normal question to ask is, what did you do today? Mm-hmm. Because he knew three of them were hanging out. But I thought Yuya's answer was very surprising because he said we all really connected Mm. and for me when somebody asked what did you do I would be like we went to Waikiki and we had lunch and we did this and this and this and like maybe I would mention later oh we had some really good conversations Mm -hmm. but he just went straight there first thing which I mean isn't bad or anything it was just different than how I would have expected that conversation to go so I felt like at that point Yusuke was like oh you all connected maybe that could be it yeah me. I think
0: I read it as maybe something was lost in translation where it wasn't he was asking what did you do today but like how was today or what w- mm. you know what happened with you today and I think the other people were also answering so he just yeah. kind of interjected that like you know, as people are saying, oh, we went out for coffee. He's like, we really connected. Uh, we got some good conversations. And I do think Yusuke was joking. Like, I think he's got a very dry <laughs> sense of humor. I agree. Yeah. And so for him to just, like just be saying, oh, without me, like, I think is... Is just a joke that he put. I don't think he was actually like bummed about it, but maybe I'm wrong. But the
1: commentators seem to think that he was genuine with that.
0: Yeah, at least Yamachan did. But Yamachan, as he mentioned, is projecting a lot onto Yusuke.
1: (laughs) Yamachan likes to think that he's like Yusuke. (laughs) Exactly. But no one else really agrees with that (laughs) assessment.
0: (laughs) Like maybe with the inexperience with women part, but not with the being extremely talented part. I think yeah. was, was the kind of and <laughs> joke now going against being him. Shy. Yes, that's <laughs> that's also true. He's definitely not shy. Uh, yeah, so they the panel does they they talk about Yusuke's kind of insecurity as they see it. They talk about Lauren's expression as being very much emblematic of a different culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They see it as something that is representative of her being non-Japanese, which I think is is interesting.
1: Yeah, and that's something that I. Automatically made that association myself when I saw her face expressions. I was like, "Oh, that's not very Japanese." Yeah.
0: So the guys kind of start chatting again that night, or perhaps the next night. We're not really sure. Yusuke wants to go to Los Angeles,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but not to college, just like to come play.
1: Yeah, for his music. Mm-hmm. And they're asking each other about goals. If there's something that they want to accomplish while there at Tara's house and he says that he wants to learn how to approach people mm-hmm. and how to be more open and how to be more open. Yuya, <laughs> Yuya wants to learn English mm-hmm. and get a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Both of those two things I think he's made very clear yes. even just in two episodes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very true, very true. Eric doesn't really talk about his goal, but he does talk about if he would be if he's proactive with women and he says that if it's someone that he really likes then he'll he'll come on strong Mm -hmm. and they kind of start do start you know ribbing Yusuke a bit about like you know you have to be proactive with women a man must be proactive
1: I know I was like oh wow I mean not that it's surprising even in our culture those types of things are said and believed but yeah we'll we'll see how how that looks on Yusuke (laughs) that doesn't really seem like his personality but it did go into a very interesting conversation regarding Yuya's past relationship. (laughs) Yes. uh, In which... (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Yuya's going to be interesting. His last girlfriend was his friend's girlfriend first. Right. And then she started coming to Yuya you know, asking for advice because you know her feelings were changing, and then within a week's time, then her feelings changed to like Yuya, mm-hmm. and Yusuke seemed pretty shocked about that. I mean, I was shocked. I was like, "What a week."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, who knows how long she'd been dating his friend? You know, yeah, again, we don't know. He's eighteen, so these are high school kind of things. Yeah, exactly. um, but yeah, it was interesting. I, I, am not sure how I feel about that because I feel like part of that is still that kind of masculine, like bro code, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I stole my friend's girlfriend, kind of nonsense. But I mean, this <laughs> girl clearly likes, like, like if she liked you, yeah, then yeah, nothing else can be said. Uh, this is true. But yeah, it was it was definitely interesting seeing kind of more past relationships and, and their mm-hmm. their dirty history in some ways. Do you think he was showing off?
1: I don't... I didn't get that feeling. Okay. Did you?
0: I, I think that he could have been. I think that he... I think he would not have said that, certainly not in that way, to a table that the girls were at. I think that was something that he's saying, mm. like, with Guy's talk of being like, oh, well, my last relationship was... uh, You know, it wasn't... It wasn't as... Uh, it certainly wasn't apologetic. And... Yeah. I think that he... Yeah, it, it was kind of not braggadocious, but it was...
1: <laughs> sorry, you just used that word. I
0: did just use that word. You're <laughs> welcome. Uh, and all of you at home are welcome as well. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. But he, he did, especially since he then does make that point in comment to Yusuke about, what about your ex? Like, it mm-hmm. is kind of almost like a play of dominance of, like, if not to say I'm better than you, just to say that I know more than you, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if it was a playing dominance in that way or if it was because you seemed to be shocked and disapproving if he was like don't judge mm. me because you don't have experience in this i didn't know if it was that that's the way i took it more
0: but oh interesting it could be yeah i, I mean yeah. i think a lot of that again you know we we yeah. i'm i'm certainly focusing on a lot of the subtitles so maybe i miss some of the facial expressions the intonation and and also i you know don't speak japanese and so i'm not able to pick the, all that up yeah funnily enough i don't speak fluent japanese wow i know surprise to all of us
1: (laughs) but it'll be interesting to see how their past relationship experience like affects the current one because what they did mention before with lauren was that with her previous people she's dated like she doesn't really tell guys what she's worried about that's true and they were kind of saying that you should do that more and she said I have been thinking about that's probably a good idea so it'll be interesting to see if she actually does or if there's conflict or different things that come up and she still doesn't talk to them about it or not so
0: yeah yeah potential
1: uh, drama on the horizon
0: <laughs> um, yeah so let's so let's move on uh, oh they then we see Eric and Naomi drinking outside because, mm-hmm. I guess, Evian doesn't drink, so those are the only two over 21-year-olds who drink yeah. together, or who will mm-hmm. be able to drink together. So, they talk about how, like, they'll be drinking buddies. They both kind of play it off as, like, oh, I, I only drink socially, you know, which I yeah. hear so often, and I don't always believe, because I feel, especially, like, when you're meeting new people, because no one wants to be like, oh, yeah, I drink all the time at home, on my own, it's great. Uh <laughs> But I do... Yeah, they, they both talk about, you know, they drink socially. And so, yeah, yeah. we can drink together. And, and that's mm-hmm. that was actually pretty cute.
1: Yeah. So they had a night moment. Mm-hmm. And then... The next
0: day, the same three from uh, the prior day who went out together have their pool party. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Yuya, Naomi, and Lauren are hanging out in the pool.
1: And then something happens that the commentators do mention that I was thinking in my head, too. I think... Was it Yuya? Hmm. that it's like we should get Yusuke down here to play music for us. I don't remember if it was either him or Naomi. Both.
0: So I think he like brought it up mm-hmm. uh, when Lauren was going inside for something. Mm-hmm. And like he was saying like, oh, bring bring Yusuke out here mm-hmm. to play us a show. And yeah, Naomi was <laughs> super stoked about the idea.
1: Yeah. So he comes down, he plays another song, which is great, of course. But then he does mention, I feel like I work here, which was just great because it's the type of thing to be beckoned from your room Mm. to then have to go down and like play for people who are in a pool, you know?
0: And he's getting ready to leave the country at this point.
1: Yeah, like the next morning. Yeah,
0: or that day or something. Yeah. And yet he's taking his time to come and yeah. play for these people lounging by the pool
1: yeah which is fine but it's the type of thing i mean maybe maybe she did ask and was right. like hey are you willing to but the fact that he made that comment i feel like i work here indicated to me that he was kind of like okay come on
0: but again both. i think it might just be a joke i think it could just be him saying it, could it as be, a kind of way but to read his friends thought
1: so too they're like i kind of feel like they're using him you know i mean and that was Yamachan, who's also right. has that humor. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to tell.
0: Yeah, I, I took that much more uh, as a joke. But it, I thought it was really interesting to see how everyone was interacting because Yuya is still just in his raft that he's been in, this inflatable <laughs> like tube that he's been in the whole time in the pool. Naomi is right up next to him, like right at the side of the pool, right underneath him. She comments about how cool it is being that close to him. Like she's like, looks like she's like yeah. first row to concert watching him yeah, yeah she's super into it lauren is just like taking a nap on the hammock literally looking the opposite way but every once in a while like clapping to show that she's paying attention
1: yeah yeah it was very interesting
0: at least naomi was a a good audience for these yes. people who summoned him outside to play for them
1: right
0: but that was actually one of the other interesting things about you know them hanging out in the pool together was well, a the fact that the women were so willing to just go out in the pool with the guys and be on camera and things like that, mm-hmm. which I do feel was different than Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City, where the girls were mm-hmm. much more nervous about the idea of being in their bathing suits around the guys. Mm-hmm. And then, Yeah, they f-
1: seemed to feel more comfortable.
0: Very mm-hmm. much so. And then Yuya plays this game with Naomi of, yeah. like, flipping the tube over. Yeah. Which is super physically, like...
1: Yeah, it was a very flirty move.
0: Super flirty. Super <laughs> flirty. And I, I feel like that was something that I would not have seen in Japan. That mm. that that was, for me, was a moment of, this is a difference between boys and girls in the city. Mm, of
1: mm-hmm. much
0: more overt flirtation, much more mm-hmm. uh, physical touching. I, I, I You know, look at the scenes in Boys and Girls City where they're all sitting on the couches and mm-hmm. no one's touching. Each other, yeah. You know, that was one that caught my eye for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. And so early on, like week two, absolutely. So then the the episode kind of closes out with Yuya and Lauren going for a
0: run, yeah. Um, This is
1: very interesting. It
0: is interesting. Also, great, great callback to Mako-chan.
1: and Minori.
0: And Minori, yeah, uh, in Bojangulo City, who had their their running date. But yeah, so they they go on this run. I felt bad because Lauren just starts speaking in English, like giving directions. Like, oh, let's take a, a right here. And... He doesn't know English. Like
1: <laughs> He's trying to learn.
0: <laughs> He's he trying to Immersion. learn. Immersion. Yes. <laughs> um, so they go on this run again with beautiful views, but it's, you know, so hilly that I'm sure that it was a rough a rough run.
1: Yeah, it did have beautiful views. If you're going to run, you might as well have that nightscape. But but they, they look like they were tired. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then they find a very beautiful picturesque spot in a park to kind of have a, a nice cute little one-on-one. Yeah.
1: By stairs, and Yuya says there was a question that he wanted to ask her.
0: Yeah, and it sounded like that's how he invited her out running. Because she was like, oh, that's right, you wanted to ask me a question did he be like, hey, do you want to go out running so I can ask you something later on?
1: Yeah, that would be so
0: uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just... And then the funny thing was the question that he asked is one of those situations where why did you preface with I want to ask you something? It should have just been brought up in conversation. Otherwise, you're putting some weird pressure and uncomfortability like already on the scene, which exactly is what happened. So he basically asks her if she has kind of preliminary interest in any of the guys yet.
0: Right. And of course, she answers that she doesn't have any interest in any single of the guys, but she sees aspects (laughs) in every single one of the guys. And earlier she was thinking to herself that she wanted to create some sort of Frankenstein monster out of different personality traits of all three of the boys because all of them have things that she finds interesting. But none of them as a whole speak anything to her as of yet.
1: Which was hilarious. I mean, it really sucks too. Like, yeah, I was just thinking to myself earlier today that I would like part of you.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: That's pretty brutal.
0: Um, but I think it, it does go back into her saying, as she did last episode, that it's still early. You know, she's still getting yeah. to know people. It sounds like this is still two or three days in, even to the show. It's not even mm-hmm. a full week, so. Mm-hmm.
1: And then she gives one of her face expressions that shows that she just seems uncomfortable. And both of them are sitting on the stairs at this point, like the farthest they could possibly be from each other. And I'm just thinking to myself, why did you ask the question this way? It's just so awkward.
0: So so my way of reading this for sure yes. was that Yuya, especially after he was talking to Yusuke about being assertive, had convinced himself to be assertive to Lauren and to make a move. And then he went out there and he fumbled it. And he, whether because he was nervous or because she didn't answer the way that he expected, I think he was thinking of asking her out Mm -hmm. and then he bailed on it. And I think she was expecting mm-hmm. him to ask her out too, and that's yeah. why her faces were like she was like looking around and kind of rolling her eyes and something
1: I was like, else gonna happen. Yeah, here. I
0: think that she had an expectation that he was not fulfilling in that area.
1: Yeah, but it's kind of weird too, though, because wasn't wasn't it just in the last episode did he mention who he was interested in? Because Eric had said that he was interested in Lauren.
0: Yeah, he, he said that he was into Evion.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. But
0: that's to be fair, Evion has been lost in her mother's clothes racks yeah. all episode.
1: <laughs> but that was cute.
0: That was super cute. So there was the scene where, where Evion is working at her mom's t-shirt place, and she talks to her mom, and mm-hmm. her mom is adorable. I know,
1: trying to give her advice. And they're speaking in English, which yeah. is cool, because I didn't have to read <laughs> at that point. And then like her mom's speaking with an accent, but then Evian doesn't have one and just seeing their interaction. It was just really cute. It was and so the mom
0: the mom was just trying to tell her make sure you cook for everyone and yeah, that you help around the house. Let me know if you need me to help out at all. I can
1: come over. It was it was so cute. It was a classic moment. And she
0: was totally just like, Yes, mom, okay. Thank you.
1: I, we'll be okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, this would happen in everyday life. Exactly. Yeah. That was amazing.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, I think that, that it was an interesting episode for sure. It was fun seeing some kind of things start forming. No one's asked anyone out yet. I think the, the biggest thing they're showing us is that Lauren and Yuya are chatting, but, again, I think that he just he punted it. He didn't, he didn't go through <laughs> with it. And then, of course, yeah. her and Eric are kind of starting to bond over their art stuff, but...
1: Mm-hmm. It doesn't really feel like there's anything there, though, from her side, at least.
0: I agree, and I... Honestly, I am a little creeped out about a 28-year-old and an 18-year-old chatting, especially if the 28-year-old's the guy. Mm-hmm, you know, like, mm-hmm. there are power dynamics there that are yeah. kind of icky.
1: Yeah, it's, no, let's not do that.
0: So I, I, I,
1: I... I'm happy for them to keep their distance.
0: Very much so. But yeah, so it'll be it'll be an interesting season for sure. We'll see kind of what's going on. Do you do you have any ideas of what might happen next?
1: Well, I'm hoping that in the next episode, Yuya's gonna approach one of the guys and talk with him about what happened because mm. I want to find out what was going on in his mind. So I hope that'll happen next episode.
0: He'd probably approach Eric because I because yeah. as things I can't imagine him approaching Yusuke for advice. I, I think agree. that he you know. And just because Yusuke hasn't, doesn't have any experience with women doesn't mean that he, he wouldn't be have able a to, good opinion or just be able to be there and support a friend. So we'll yeah. see how that works. But um, again, I apologize, but I'm so biased in Yusuke's favor for, <laughs> in everything. You, you don't
1: need to apologize I'm, for that. I'm
0: apologizing to the, to the audience. No,
1: they're with it. They, they should know my bias. No, no, they're biased, too. Yeah, <laughs> let's, I, let's be real.
0: I can't imagine anyone who wouldn't be.
1: Yusuke is kind of like the Han son of last season. But almost in the like, opposite in reason. In completely opposite way. But like he was the one that everybody fell in love with, me included. Yeah. How yeah. could you not? He, he was the best.
0: On that note, I did want to go into a, uh, a a quick discussion of some things outside the show that I found out the last couple of days. So spoiler alert for those who have not finished Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City. Uh, the next couple of minutes I'll be talking about some things that happened at the end of that show. But on Eric's from aloha state's instagram Mm -hmm. he's hanging out with armon and martha (gasps) in hawaii
1: what okay this week i was wondering and so uh they'll probably make an appearance i
0: I i'm not i'm not sure if they will or not they have they better but the thing is that i as i've trolled the instagrams of many of the Mm -hmm. boys and girls in the city cast once who had left the show came back and hung out with other people on, on the cast as they mm. went forward and they just didn't show those scenes i think because they didn't want to oh, clutter it up and and go okay. into that but so Aww. i don't i don't know what will happen i do okay. think that it would be really really cool for Armand be to, to be in it, and it's great to see that Armand and Martha are at least close enough to be vacationing together. I don't know if they're yeah. still together, but I hope they are because I love both of them.
1: They were so cute
0: and good for Armon. but mm-hmm. yeah. So that's something Finally. that uh, certainly won't be in these eight episodes. Probably won't be for another part or two. But I think would be really really cool if Armand and Martha makes a, a appearance in Aloha State.
1: Yeah, I agree. That'd be that'd be the best.
0: Yeah. All right. That's it for my. Out, out of Aloha State canon discussion. <laughs> so, any, any last comments, thoughts, ideas? No. All right. Well, in that case, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Terrace House Talks. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or wherever you're listening to this. It actually really is the best way to help us as a new podcast. And... We would really appreciate it. And then you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook just by searching Terrace House Talks. And let us know if you have any questions or ideas or comments on the show. I think that's about it.
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Ciao,